God's message to us today in this passage from Matthew 5 and in the other readings we just heard can be summed up as follows. Develop an Olympic attitude in your spiritual life. Or to put it another way, be a spiritual Olympian. Many of us, I'm sure, have been watching the Winter Olympics in recent days and marveling at the skill of these world-class athletes. They make the most difficult things look incredibly easy. But that's not a coincidence, is it? They do what they do as well as they do it because, number one, they're extremely talented. Number two, they're highly trained. And also because they have the right attitude of mind and heart. Each of them has a goal in view, that gold medal, and they pursue that goal relentlessly and with incredible focus and concentration. In today's second reading from 1 Corinthians, St. Paul reminds us of another goal, the goal, ultimate goal, of human existence. He says, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it even entered into the mind of man what God has prepared for those who love him. That's one of my favorite descriptions of God's eternal kingdom found in sacred scripture. But what's important for us to know today is this. This ultimate goal of human existence, heaven, is not forced on us. It's not forced on anyone by Almighty God. It involves a personal choice, which is rooted in that beautiful gift we have of free will. As the Lord reminds us in today's first reading from Sirach 15, he says, Before man are life and death, good and evil, whichever he chooses shall be given him. Which brings us to today's gospel. Jesus makes it very clear in this passage from the Sermon on the Mount. He makes it very clear that this ultimate goal of human existence can be missed if we don't pursue it in the right way, if we don't pursue it like a spiritual Olympian, if we don't have an Olympic attitude in mind and heart. Now, what exactly do I mean by that? Well, did you happen to see the men's downhill ski race the other day from Russia, from Sochi? Maybe I'm appreciating it more because I'm a skier, but to me, it was absolutely incredible. That was one of the most difficult, one of the most treacherous race courses I've ever seen. Some of the jumps that those skiers had to take sent them literally flying through the air almost the length of a football field. And when they landed, going at speeds of 70 miles an hour or more, they very often had to make turns on, very sharp turns, on packed snow. And they had to do it almost instantaneously. Snow that was more like ice. Now, I'm a pretty fair skier, and I rarely fall when I ski. But in all honesty, I don't think I'd make it past the first turn of that course. I definitely get to the bottom of the mountain, but probably in a body bag or at least on a stretcher. 
Those of you who are skiers know that when you ski a steep slope like that, even on a regular mountain, you have to stay forward on your skis. If you lose your concentration and start to lean back, even a little bit, which is what most people instinctively want to do in a situation like that, and every skier has to learn this, and we usually learn it the hard way, you come to a steep incline, and what do you do? You and I, we all tend to back off. Well, you do that on skis, <laughs> you're gone. You can be out of control in a flash. And that's what was so amazing about these Olympic downhill skiers. They had to have almost perfect concentration in order to stay forward on their skis going at that kind of speed and to stay balanced as they flew down that mountain. And they had to overcome their human weakness, that natural tendency we all have as human beings to pull back when there's a steep drop in front of us. If one of those skiers had let his guard down for even a millisecond, forget a second, I'm talking a millisecond, he not only would have lost his chance to win the gold medal, that's a given, he might even have lost his life. And that's not an exaggeration. This is analogous to the message Jesus is giving us in this very challenging gospel text, and it is a very challenging one. And it's most evident, this message of Jesus, in the following verses. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill. Whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. You have heard it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, do not swear at all. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Not coincidentally, those very challenging verses come immediately after Jesus says, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. So what is Jesus telling us? He's telling us that if we want to get on and then stay on that road to eternal glory, we have to have an Olympic attitude in our spiritual lives. We cannot let our guards down, so to speak, when it comes to things like anger and impurity and dishonesty. If we do, we could easily become just like a downhill ski racer at the Olympics who gets casual about his run and gives in to that tendency we would all have in a similar circumstance to sit back on those skis. It can mean death. Death. In this case, not physical death, but what's even worse, spiritual death which, without repentance, lasts forever. So Jesus is saying to us today in his word, deal with these sins and others like them, and deal with your sins quickly. When you find yourself slipping into sinful anger, acknowledge it and deal with it quickly. When you have an impure thought, deal with it quickly. When you tell a little white lie, deal with it quickly. Don't sit back.
Don't allow your weak, fallen human nature to guide you in your response to those little sins, lest they become big sins. Repent quickly, bring those sins to confession, and stay on the race course. That's how to be a spiritual Olympian. That's how to win the ultimate prize of life, which, by the way, is the only prize in the end that will really matter. <laughs>